Attention, fellow Martians. Welcome to a global broadcast transmission. This is Mixed Martian Arts. Prepare yourself. It's going to get weird. my fellow Martians. Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Martian Arts. As usual, my name is Austin Shaper, and this is a podcast where we explore the topics of UAP, the UFC, and World War III. Today is going to be a UAP UFO episode. We've got two relatively important updates to bring you today, and there has been a little lull in the UFO community, not much to discuss within the past week or so. And that changed within the past 48 or so hours, especially last night. Got some breaking news to bring you guys. Uh, Before we dive into that, do me a favor and just click subscribe and hit the notification bell if you are watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on the audio-only formats, just click follow and leave me a five-star review. I greatly appreciate it. It's a free, simple, and easy way to be able to support uh, Mixed Martian Arts as it slowly crawls along and grows over time. So I appreciate you guys for being here. Let's dive right in. Two updates to bring you. Let's go in the fir- let's go in order, I suppose, of which they were announced. Um, let me get my okay, here we go. I just had to get my computer pulled up. Not easy to hold my laptop and be able to read this for you guys, but we'll give it a try. Okay, so this comes from Rogue UAPTF on uh, Twitter. So he talks about something that's very interesting. So I'll just read you the post and then we'll go from there. It says, Matt breaks major news here at 18 minutes in. I can vouch, and he links a video. I can vouch for the accuracy of this information. It demands immediate attention from oversight. Uh, This is a secret committee. So, okay, so let me summarize it at this before I read his post because his post is kind of all over the place. There has been a revelation that there is a secret body, a governing body, over Arrow, you guys know Arrow. It's essentially the new Project Blue Book uh, sham organization led by, what's his name, Dr. I, I mess his name up every single episode, I swear. Uh, Patrick, Sir Patrick, I don't know. It's just, it, there's not even a point knowing his name. He's awful. But regardless, uh, he is the spokesman for Arrow. And Arrow is essentially the public's... Uh, it's an organized body that is supposed to be investigating the phenomenon, right? In summary, that for the layman, they're investigating UFOs and UAPs, and they're supposed to be reporting to the public. Every report we've gotten from them has been worse than the previous. Uh, they don't want to be honest with us. They don't want to be forthcoming uh, with us. They constantly just say, you know, there's no proof of extraterrestrial life, and that uh, the majority of the sightings that people see are, uh, you know, natural phenomenon or anomalies, not some sort of craft or anything like that, and if there's anything new to report, you can count on Arrow to bring it to the public. Now, uh, if you follow this subject, this phenomenon at all, you should probably know for without a doubt, that Arrow is garbage and it's a shame organization. And I believe it's not even worth following or listening to what they have to say. They just dropped another public UAP report, I think, within the past, like, three days. I didn't even read it. I knew what it was going to say. It says the same thing every time. It's just like Project Blue Beak. Blue, uh, Blue Beak. <laughs> Blue Book. I guess I was thinking Project Blue Beam uh, mixed in with Project Blue Book. I don't know. I'm tired. It's like 8.30 in the morning. Regardless, uh, we realize that Arrow is a just a garbage organization. There's no point paying attention. When they release their reports, go about your business. Don't even waste your time reading it. I can tell you what it's going to say. 
no evidence of extraterrestrial life, uh, so on and so forth. You guys get the gist. Now, the only reason I'm bringing you this news today is because we got a very, very interesting development where we have come to the revelation that there is some sort of secret governing body over Arrow that uh, Kirkpatrick... Well, I don't know if he's the one himself who organized it, but he knows about it at the very least. And there is a, a public governing body that is uh, the head of Arrow that is in the public domain. So we know about it. We know their names. And their purpose is to kind of guide Arrow in its mission, in its purpose, and kind of, uh, as I mentioned, govern over the organization as it attempts to uh, proceed forward with its task. We just found out as of last night that there is a separate governing body that has been kept in the secret, kept in the dark, and it consists of members who have access to these special programs, special access SAPs, special access programs. They have uh, clearances for these, and they supposedly are what you would call the gatekeepers to the real classified information that we so desperately want to know. So all this time, Arrow has been telling us, you know, they're going to let us know if they find out anything new. Uh, there's nothing to worry about. You can trust them. And now we find out, oh, wait, there's an entire another organizing body in Arrow that has been kept from the public, filled with all kinds of nefarious people who know dark secrets about whatever this phenomenon is, whatever the truth of it is, of which the public knows not. These guys do, at least in some regard, and they've been governing and uh, guiding the mission of Arrow, probably helping release its public statements, so on and so forth, organizing its research, all of that stuff. And we find out that these guys are the ones who are likely holding the secrets, and all this time they've been using this public format to tell us there's nothing to see here. So let's just read the post now. I feel like maybe I set it up decently enough. It says there's a secret committee which directs Arrow's actions and public statements, as I mentioned. This committee compromises unelected officials who are directly involved with the legacy UAP UFO crash retrieval and reverse engineering programs. This covert committee runs the dog and pony show that is Arrow. Well said. It is definitely a dog and pony show, without a doubt. The names of these individuals have been provided to members of Congress with the appropriate clearances. Now, that's where it gets a little spicy. I don't know how they came across this information, but they did ask... Uh, I, I, what is his name? I, what is his name? Let's just find it. I should probably learn. Sean Kirkpatrick. I, already, I always want to say like Kirk Sean Patrick. It's Sean Kirkpatrick. So they asked him and approached him about these names, about this governing body, and he would not give up the names. That alone, if this was this... Uh, if this was this trustworthy organization that, you know, the public, that was made to basically console the public and tell them, oh, there's not, not only is there nothing to see here, but you can trust us to investigate. You got nothing to worry about if there's any revelation that you guys need to know about. Uh, don't look up in the sky, by the way. Don't look at those giant flying craft that you've been <laughs> seeing all over the world doing ridiculous maneuvers, uh, doing things the human eye can barely perceive. Ignore all of that. Um, you know, don't pay attention to your lying eyes. Listen to Arrow. Uh, and now we're finding out that uh, they've got a secret. They've got skeletons in their closet. Most of us assumed something along those lines. But also, a lot of us thought, myself kind of included, that maybe uh, maybe Sean Kirkpatrick, man, that name is just going to stumble me forever. So hopefully he gets, hopefully he resigns soon and we get somebody with a simpler name. But uh, Sean Kirkpatrick, a lot of us thought maybe he was a willful idiot. Like he just didn't, uh, he was, he, he, he is genuine in his goal and his mission. And he just doesn't know that the government is using him as the scapegoat. He doesn't realize that, you know, he is essentially like the latest member of Blue Book uh, version 
and that you can't really blame him. Maybe he's being honest to at least his knowledge. But now we find out that's not the case at all. Uh, we gave him too much credit. He deserves no credit at all. And yeah, they, they approached him about these names of, of this governing body, and uh, you know he didn't want to he didn't want to uh, he didn't want to squeal on it. So very fascinating because it says it is now up to our elected representatives to haul these individuals before Congress and the American people. So apparently Congress has these names. That's what we're hearing. They've got these names. As I said, it says the names of these individuals have been provided to members of Congress with the appropriate clearances. Uh, and it says, according to Matt Ford from the Good Trouble Show, who originally broke this news, it says Sean Kirkpatrick put together a secret council, so I guess you could say governing body, secret council of advisors when ERA was formed. When folks on Capitol Hill caught wind of this and asked Sean Kirkpatrick for the names of the individuals of the secret council, he would not cough up the names. They are allegedly the gatekeepers of the UFO cover-up. So that is actually big news because... While I don't subscribe to the um, the theory that the government is preparing to tell us about UAPs or UFOs or extraterrestrial, interdimensional life, non-human intelligence, whatever you want to call it, I'm not really subscribed to that team that thinks they're going to tell us anything. Uh, they've done nothing but lie to us and um, hide and disregard the importance of this for so long, at least in the public domain, while secretly studying the crap out of it. So I have no hope that that is what they're doing. Now, I do kind of get a little bit of optimism when I see things like this happen, where something comes to to the light that was not intended. So so I guess if I'm being clear and concise, I don't believe the government, if, if, it, if the government gets its way, it's not going to be party to telling the uh, public about the truth of the phenomenon to the best of their knowledge. I do not, I just don't see it that way. Some people do. They think this is man's disclosure. They thought that David Grush was part of a man's disclosure plan to slowly tell the public the truth about this. I see no evidence to suggest that. I could be wrong. We'll have to see how things play out over time. But if you look back in history, uh, time only shows that uh, every organization, such as Blue Book, that they form, uh, it's only more of the same. It's only more lying and uh, telling us everything's fine. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to worry about. Trust your government. That's all it is over time, over the decades. So I don't believe the maintenance disclosure theory, but I do, especially with the revelation that I just mentioned to you right now, I do see a possibility of things leaking because of there being so much interest, not just in the public at this point, but interest in the uh, Congress. And a lot of elected officials have really got their teeth sunk into this subject, uh, Tim Burchett and others, many others. And that's a big nuisance. And um, that's a thorn in the side of organizations like Aero and the government at large who just want to keep the secret and just kind of want to brush it off. And it's becoming probably increasingly difficult to do so. So I do have a little bit of optimism held out for incidences like this, where uh, you know, according to uh, according to this new revelation, there is a secret council, a secret governing body, some sort of secret Jedi council hovering over Arrow that has been guiding it on its mission all this uh, all this time and giving these crappy public statements uh, that we've been seeing time and time again. I believe they just released another report, as I mentioned. Don't even read it. Don't waste your time. It's never going to say anything that is uh, of any significance. Now, Congress knows the names, supposedly. 
And is that going to lead to anything? And a second part two to that question would be, is it going to lead to anything that the public discovers? Because I can definitely see a world where Congress gets briefed into this subject at a higher level, especially now that they've got their names for the people they need to subpoena or do whatever they got to do to get that information. These guys are definitely going to be unwilling participants uh, to share the information. But I can see a world where Congress learns this, but we still don't learn from the American public that they're going to cite national security. They're going to say, okay, okay, you guys got us. There is something that more, more to than meets the eye here, but the public can't know about this for XXX you know, reasons. It's going to be, they're going to cite national security, uh, and that's pretty much what they say for everything, and that is the perfect scapegoat for them to not be able to tell us anything. Uh, they uh, do that with pretty much everything, all kinds of documents that should be redacted, including the JFK files and others. Uh, they just cite national security concerns. That's all they got to do and very hard to fight them in that. So I would expect that, although this is good, I don't know if it's going to reach the ears of the public. Now, there is a part two to this I should share, that this came a few days before uh, this revelation last night. Apparently, okay, let me just read you the post. This comes from Joe Khalil on Twitter. He says, confirmed. I'm told there will be two member-only briefings. Um, okay, so I guess let me start at the top. This comes from Anna Paulina Luna. Uh one of our representatives. I don't know if she's a congresswoman. I kind of forget her role, but she was uh, on. She was right next to Tim Burchett in the uh, recent congressional UFO hearing. So you guys probably know her. She asked a bunch of questions. She's been trying to get into a skiff with David Grush, so on and so forth. She says, "Just got word that we'd be allowed to do the skiff classified UAP uh, briefing uh, with Grush." I don't know what she means, Ref Grush. I don't know what that means, uh, R-E-F Grush. But she's talking about Gr uh, Grush, David Grush, with the. Um, IG uh, tags Tim Barchett and a couple others, Matt Gates, uh, Jared Moskowitz. So apparently, so it's just confirmed. I'm told there will be two member-only briefings: one with DOD Inspector General, the other with Intel Community Inspector General. The Intel Community, according to UAP UFO whistleblower David Grush, has specific info Grush provided that he couldn't share public. So I don't know if this means because it kind of sounds like a, they were saying two different things. I don't know if this means that. Uh, Grush is going to be the one telling them this information. It sounds like not. It sounds like this inspector general, the people who were supposedly investigating David Grush's claims who, or who at the very least know what David Grush's claims are and the evidence he provided, it looks like our uh, congressmen slash women are going to be getting in that skiff, I forget the date. They didn't. I, I saw some rumors on the date that some even said uh, the end of October, and then I saw a few that suggested the end of November. So I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. Very, very interesting, man. I don't know if Grush is going to be the one sharing that information, as I mentioned. But regardless, if it's the evidence that Grush has been providing, then there's going to be some bombshells in there. There's going to be some bombshells, certainly some more names of these supposed 40 whistleblowers or near 40 whistleblowers are going to be revealed, along with the evidence that they have provided, probably locations of the craft and all the other stuff that we want to know. I still do not know that this is going to result in the public getting access to that information. I think it's more than likely... Uh, Burchett, although Burchett's got a big old mouth on him, I don't know if he can be able to keep this thing quiet if they tell him anything. That's gonna, you know, that's 
an interesting topic of discussion, isn't it? You know, Burchett, I find it very difficult to believe he's going to shut his trap if he learns anything of substance. I mean, that's probably the worst person that they could get into that skiff just because, like, he's really spearheading this uh, subject and he really wants to bring answers to the public because he has his own uh, curiosities and fascination in this subject, which is a good combination. You get a congressman or congresswoman who uh, already wanted to learn about this and now they're in a position where they might be able to. It's a good recipe for the public, though I do... Uh, have some skepticism that the public's going to get any of that information. I mean, look how long it took them to get into a dang skiff. That uh, UFO congressional hearing was in what, July, June or July? I think July. And now here we are almost at the end of October, and they're just now uh, going to be able to get into a skiff or at least got scheduled into it. So, I mean, come on. It's just a room. What do they call it? A secure compartmentalized information uh, facility, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so it took them that long to even get that scheduled. So that's ridiculous in its own right. But this entire subject, this, this is the reason why like I tell people, you know, buckle up if you want disclosure, because I want it too. But I mean, they've been dragging their feet on this thing for decades and decades. And our lifetime is just uh, ridiculously short if we... Uh, if you want to get answers in uh, you know, my lifetime or your lifetime, they better pick up the ball because we're all going to be long dead and gone before they squeal piggy on this if it's up to them. It's interesting, man. I'm excited about these developments. I got to say the uh, community, as I mentioned, is just kind of in a lull. There wasn't much to discuss because we just haven't. It's it's this weird uh, limbo that we're in where like, okay, we had the UFO congressional hearing. Uh, we've heard about the skiff, but you know there was nothing to talk about, nothing to discuss, and it's very frustrating when you're. Uh, um, I don't like the word enthusiast because it implies like I don't know, I, I don't know. Uh, enthusiast is not the right word, but somebody who's just fascinated with this phenomenon because they understand that there's a reality. I never claim to know what said reality is. I don't know the truth of the phenomenon. Is it adversarial tech or, you know, aliens from Mars or interdimensional beings or beings, you know, humans from the future? Uh, or is it some sort of non-human intelligence that has been living within the Earth's crust or the oceans? I don't. Or is it a combination of any of those? I have truly no idea. I truly don't know. As I've mentioned on this show before, I think the adversarial tech theory is probably one of the least likely theories, but it's still on the board. And uh, I guess we've gotten one step closer to that today. We got one step closer to that revelation. It blows my mind because, like, I've really been following the Israel. Um, Palestine, Hamas conflict, you know, I've really been following that. You guys know I do a geopolitical World War III segment on this show, and it seems like the most pressing matter to discuss at the time, not only for how horrible it is for the people who are experiencing it, but for the possibility of it expanding into a regional or global war. And uh, it's very fascinating because somebody like myself who covers such widely different subjects as uh, World War III, the potential of it, and the UAP UFO subject, it's crazy how the UFO phenomenon gets put on the back burner when there's any sort of pressing geopolitical matter. And if the UFO phenomenon has any sort of merit to it, of which it certainly does, that seems like it would be the most pressing information, the most pressing subject that one could possibly discuss. And if the governments know it around the world, at least some of them, it truly boggles the mind that they're focused on all these, I guess you could say, earthly sub, you know, uh, earthly subjects, uh, drama, developments, whatever you want to call it. They're focused on that when there's this like looming subject over all of our heads, quite literally, you know, over our heads. And 
it gets put on the back burner. It's so important, man. It's so freaking important. But these governments around the world, for whatever reason, uh, we don't know. We can debate about why. Is it a nefarious reason? Or are they just looking out for our safety? I do not think it's the latter. But it gets put in the back burner. So it is a refreshing, I guess, to be able to come on here and bring you guys something new. And it looks like progress is being made. I just don't know if that progress is going to reach the public's eye. Um, if they keep telling loudmouths like Burchett, information, it's probably going to get out at some point, right? And, and that's good. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I mean, I think Burchett's awesome. I think he's uh, leading the charge. And I think he's the perfect kind of guy to uh, get into that skiff because he ain't going to be able to keep his damn mouth shut. So that's good for us. But it's just uh, one of those things where you go back and forth in your head. Is this something to be optimistic about? Or is this just going to, you know, okay, more people in the government are going to learn. I don't. We don't care about them. We want to learn. The public needs to learn. And uh, putting these guys into a skiff, inadvertently could lead to the public learning more, but is it an intentional uh, form of disclosure to tell the congressman, tell the congresswomen, and then kind of break some of the news to us? I sincerely doubt it. There's some very optimistic people in the UFO community. I am not one of them. I look at the past and I see uh, nothing but uh, dishonest behavior from the governments around the world. So such is life, man. We are here. We are waiting. Hopefully it happens before we're all 150 freaking years old. We're tired of waiting. It's getting real old, but at least progress is being made. I think with the new social media age and, uh, as I mentioned, all the people in Congress, in the government, elected uh, officials, representatives, really becoming interested in the subject, that's definitely um, a point on the UFO disclosure side. You know, anyone who supports the disclosure for whatever it is, you know, whatever the revelation of that truth is going to be, we're here for it. The public needs answers. Are we going to get them? I just couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, but I was happy to bring you guys that news today. So we're going to wrap up on this episode. Very glad to be able to discuss some UFO news, guys. Like I said, it was getting rather boring. There wasn't much to discuss. So this is nice. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you're on YouTube, just click subscribe and click the notification bell so that you can see when I post a video. If you're on the audio-only format, click follow. Leave me a five-star review. These are free, easy, simple ways you could do uh, to support what I'm doing with Mixed Martial Arts. I love doing this stuff, guys. I'm I'm really looking forward to the future with this. I, I just don't get sick of talking about these subjects. I really don't. And some people may think it's a bit odd that I cover such three such different subjects. You know, most podcasts you see out there kind of just cover one subject. You know, I listen to a lot of MMA podcasts, listen to a lot of geopolitical podcasts, and, uh, you know, some UFO ones. I combined them all, in, you know, all in the same podcast uh, just because I didn't want to get bored talking about one thing. So, these are three subjects I'm fascinated in. If you are fascinated in them as well, maybe one of the subjects or two or even all three, I got a group for you called Mixed Martial Arts on Discord. And uh, we basically talk about this news every day, share breaking headlines, share our opinions, experiences, so on and so forth with people who also are interested in this stuff. So the description is in the, uh, the description. The link is in the description of this video and also on the podcast apps. And lastly, I am finally being active on Twitter. You can find me at, I believe you can search Mixed Martial Arts, but the official handle is uh, UAP UFC WW3, just one word. You find me on there. If you guys want just headlines, you want to get, um, you know, uh, you don't want the long monologue like today, but you just want the freaking breaking headlines in any of those subjects, go follow my Twitter because I post constantly all day sharing breaking headlines. So I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Martians. I had a blast doing this one, and hopefully I'll be bringing you more good news shortly. We'll be back probably tomorrow with, I think, a geopolitical World War Three episode covering uh, potentially the end of the, the end of the freaking world. So we'll see. Thank you, guys. We'll be back soon. Peace out.